This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Shrink Chicks. Welcome to Shrink Chicks! <laughs> we are here today with the ladies from DIY Breakup. And we're so fucking excited. So excited. Can you ladies introduce this is yourselves? Jess, Jess and Devin. And okay, first I have to say that I got connected to Jess and Devin from our mutual friend Olivia, who we were just talking about, can literally out drink or out smoke anyone under the table. And she's, like, the most amazing riot. So it's so funny. She's brought all these, like, really fun connections into my life. So, uh, Liv, we love you, and you're fucking batshit insane. Um, so, here, so here is Jess, and here is Devin, and they're going to introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about DIY Breakup. You guys all need to check out this site. Check out their social media. This is a blast. Um, we are so happy you guys are here. Thank you so much for having us. We're excited to be here. They came in in completely matching outfits. Mm-hmm. They, their hair thing. is like almost exactly the same. <laughs> and we talked about not doing this too, and then we end up doing it. Just it just happens naturally. <laughs> when, we just, when you spend so a lot insane. of time with someone, you end up doing the same things. Exactly. So Jess, introduce yourself. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Jess, um, co-founder of DIY Breakup. Really excited to be here today for our first ever podcast Yay! with Yay! So thank you so much for having us. Um, I'm Devin. I am also a co-founder of DIY Breakup. Um, Jess and I met about four or five years ago. We used to work together, and I ended up calling off my engagement. Um, Jess was there through all of the highs and lows, through when I got engaged to the aftermath of everything. And we started DIY Breakup to support anyone who has called off an engagement or a wedding. Um, We write a lot of blogs, our breakup Bibles, which just highlight the different emotions that you might feel going through a difficult breakup. But we are also a place to help people recoup the costs of a called off wedding. So we have a vendor listing place where you can put your venue, your photographer's information. Um, We give recommendations on sort of what to do with any vendors you've booked and how to get some money back. such a cool idea because I think this happens probably so much more than anyone would expect and no one's talking about it well and also Jen and I know because half these people end up in our office once Mm -hmm. they've gotten married and and so often I'll hear you know what as I was like my whole engagement I knew this wasn't right Mm -hmm. but we had invested this money and our parents were invested and we just like couldn't I was so worried about hurting other people Mm -hmm. that I went through with it and now one year down the line we're already getting a divorce which ends up being very fucking expensive. Very expensive. And, <laughs> yeah. like, here's the thing. Like, for the record, I would like to say, like, we are a thousand percent for marriage. Like, I am very happily married. We don't think that, like, marriages and weddings are terrible and, like, no one should have them by any means. But at the same time, if you decide that something changed or, you know, you're not feeling the same way that you once were and that you no longer want to get married to this person, that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. And so, definitely, you know, better so, to... So, Jess, so Jess um, is married. Yes. And mm-hmm. called off your big wedding. Yes. So you venue, did call yeah. off something. You called off your venue, exactly. right? So can you talk a little bit about that? I kept the guy. Kept the guy. Kept the guy. Lost the venue. Very happy I kept the guy. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. So, yeah. So basically, um, my whole life, I never grew up thinking about my wedding. It just, like, mm-hmm. wasn't me. And I appreciate people that 
plan their wedding and are excited for their wedding and it's not to take away from them at all it just wasn't me and I know that I'm the weird one in this situation like 90% maybe probably more than that 99% of women are like plan their wedding excited to buy their dress like go through all well, of those because we're told we should right and right, so like a it's rebel. So maybe that's why. Um, no, but so you know, Joe and I actually were we've been together for ten years now, but wow. long distance. You know, I wound up. Um, I used to call it sacrifice, but we made a compromise, and I moved from <laughs> New York, reframe. yes, New York to Philadelphia. Um, planned, you know, got engaged. I was like shocked, by the way. We had been together at six years at, at this point, and uh-huh. like some reason didn't think that a marriage was going to come at the end of it just because I never thought of it so anyways we get engaged and immediately people are like great when's the wedding and I'm like I don't know I never really thought about having a wedding like is that what I I guess that's what we have to do and so eventually we wind up kind of going through the motions and just all of these outside expectations um, of what we're supposed to do right you're supposed to get your dress and you're supposed to get your venue and you're supposed to have a bridal party Um, and so we booked this venue and it was fine we I didn't want to buy a dress. Um, I didn't want to go dress shopping. Like, I didn't want people looking at me mm-hmm. and being like, oh, my God. Or, like, I hate it. Like, I don't care. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So we booked this venue that I thought would be a little bit more casual, laid back. And um, it was fine. Mm-hmm. We went back for our food tasting. We had all of our family. So Joe's Italian. Mm-hmm. A lot of family. I'm Jewish. A lot of family. And so there were, I guess, two things that were really important for, like, our wedding that Joe and I cared about as people. Not, like, what marriages told us or weddings are supposed to be but that was the food and our friends and family we had the food tasting we looked at each other and we were like no this is not gonna happen like <laughs> this is, just, is that because often bad. wedding food is fucking garbage it was yeah. so yeah. bad and like i'm not gonna lie like that was the most important thing for me like yeah i'm yes. excited to marry the love of my life but like what's the food gonna be yes and that's just like what it, it is it's important uh, yeah. priorities yeah you know yourself so we uh, canceled our wedding venue we lost a shit ton of money mm-hmm. Luckily, my family was very supportive of that. My mom's the type of person where it's like, you're happy, I'm happy, which is great. And so we planned a a backyard wedding. We had um, like a clam bake. There was lobsters. Um, Amazing. Fabulous. And it was awesome. So was there a lot of like negative feedback from that? Or were some people have some issues with that? Definitely. Mom Mom was great. But what about some other people? Yeah. So. I mean, I think that regardless of what you're doing when you're planning a wedding, you get a lot of outside um, opinions. And so, of course, you know, this is something that was very untraditional. Um, we have a large Jewish family and a large Italian family saying, you know what, not only are we not going to have a venue, we're going to get married in a backyard. I'm ordering my dress online, and guess what? I did it, and it was cute. Amazing. Um, we're not <laughs> going to get married. And, yeah. yeah, seriously. Um, we're not getting married by a rabbi or a priest. Yes. Our friend's going to marry us. We're not saying our vows. Ba- so all of these things that eventually we came to terms with were what we wanted definitely was pushed back. And yeah. so so non-traditional. So non-traditional. So we definitely had some struggle with that and had to come to a point where we realized these outside influences were really affecting the way that we were planning a wedding. Mm-hmm. And we had to make a decision to just kind of listen to people and say, yes, thank you for your feedback and just do our own thing anyways. Was that hard on your relationship at all throughout that process? Definitely. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. It wasn't easy. Um, I think because we're both people pleasers Mm -hmm. and we want everyone to be happy and have a good time. But I think the one thing, going back to being a little rebellious, they always say like, 
the marriage is about the couple. The wedding is for everyone else. And we're like, no, screw that. Like, the wedding's for us. Yes. You know, we want to have a good time on our wedding. Yes. We want to dance. We want to eat lobster. And, like, we want everyone to enjoy it with us. Yes. So definitely pushback, but we were able to luckily overcome that and had a great day. Amazing. Yeah. I think that's so hard because there is so much pressure on making your wedding a very specific thing mm-hmm. that is geared towards what other people think is the right thing to do, especially with social media. Like the amount of images that we're inundated with, mm-hmm. with, with you know what a wedding should look like and be like and how we should structure it. Um, we're just constantly being flooded with that. And so to for you guys to create a community where you're saying you need to do what's right for you, exactly. whether it's change your venue or whether it's call off the wedding. Mm-hmm. And so many, you know, it can be an embarrassing experience because everyone's promoting, you know, oh, we're so happy, things are going so great, but no one's really talking about the difficult things in that process or in your relationship. Um, and that to create a community where people feel supported mm-hmm. Um, is so, so important. Yeah, I agree. I think when I was planning my wedding, certain people came out of the woodworks and they just (laughs) had these strong-ass opinions about things that had no effect on their lives. It was like, you were bothered by, like, the wording on my invitation. You didn't like that, like... I didn't include my mother's middle name. Like, when I was introducing my parents to, like, the marriage of this person, it's like the things that people give you their opinions about is just wild like I'm assuming I kind of like reminds me of like when you're naming a child and like people say oh I don't like that name it's just crazy right and like people weddings planning a wedding brings out the absolute worst in people absolutely so many control issues yeah Right. Yeah, it definitely is a power struggle when you're combining families. I mean, I had a terrible experience, so I'm a little jaded yes. when it comes yeah. to my so, thoughts so on it. Your yeah. wedding, marriage, everything was completely called off. This wasn't I changed my plans for you. Oh, no, no, no. This was like, <laughs> I am not marrying you. <laughs> Goodbye. So tell us, yeah, tell right? us yeah. a little yeah. bit about that. About uh, so... We are so excited to share our newest sponsor with you all, Hungry Root. Hungry Root is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality groceries and simple, healthy recipes delivered to your door. The team at Hungry Root just sent me a new box full of amazing stuff. It was literally like I was opening a present going through it. Seeing what was inside and trying everything was just so thrilling. In my Hungry Root box was chicken salad, veggies, dumplings, shakes, cookies, and so much more. My favorite thing I tried was the drumroll donuts. I highly recommend them. The ordering process could not have been more simple. You take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know your personal health goals, what you like to eat, the kitchen appliances you use, and more. Then they'll build you a personalized cart with all of your grocery needs for the week and give you delicious recipe recommendations to put those groceries to good use. Hungry Root will recommend recipes and groceries based on your personal tastes, but each order is fully customizable. Take their suggestions or choose anything you want. They've got fresh produce, high-quality meat and seafood, pantry staples, health snacks, sweets, ready-to-eat meals, and much more. Hungry Root has made my daily meal prep so much easier. The mental load of grocery shopping is exhausting, and Hungry Root gives me back that mental energy. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Shrink Chicks listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash Shrink Chicks to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash Shrink Chicks. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. 
When bloggers or influencers post their outfit links, nine times out of 10, I click on it and immediately exit because the price is bananas. It wasn't until recently that I clicked on something expecting it to be the usual out of my price range sweater and it was under $60 at Quince. Quince has become my ultimate destination for luxury essentials that won't break the bank. Let me tell you about some of the gems I found at Quince. From their 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters starting at just $50 to their washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, Quince offers a range of high quality items at prices that are truly within reach. And here's the best part. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Yes, you heard that right. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman passing the savings on to us. I recently got my hands on one of their washable silk tops and let me tell you it has become a staple in my wardrobe. Not only is it incredibly versatile, I've worn it to work, out with friends, and even dressed it up for a date night, but the quality is unmatched. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash shrinkchicks for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash shrinkchicks to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash shrinkchicks. Oh man, where do I even start? So I was with my ex for about six years. We lived together. We had lived together for four years. I think after like four years of dating, he did propose. Um, I was similar to Jess where I was a more unconventional or non-traditional bride. I wanted to elope or have some type of surprise wedding. Just do something a little bit different. That's just more my personality. I'm uncomfortable being the center of attention um, and having all eyes on me. I wanted like a kind of like fun, sexy wedding dress. I never wanted like a big ball gown or anything like that. Um, So we had planned this whole wedding. It was something that he wanted, like the country club wedding. 200 300 people um you know just everything that you would imagine a traditional wedding to be um basically the entire year of planning this wedding was pure hell Mm -hmm. it just his for you personally for your relationship i mean yeah, yeah for everything there were so many things that went wrong i mean at the end of the day we weren't meant to be together we had so many issues but he just made planning this wedding just like pure hell like every decision I made he questioned he didn't want to be involved with everything but he was highly critical of anything I did his family made everything so difficult there were just constant fighting tension you name it but basically what it came down to was probably 90 days before um, we were supposed to get married and it was literally the Thursday before our invitations were going to go out that Monday I found out that he had been cheating on me for six months oh my God. so I was like oh hell no like <laughs> oh hell no yeah, before that though were you already thinking like I don't know um, like before that even happened like was there a thought for you of maybe this isn't the right thing yeah the entire time we were together yeah. and looking back on it now I had so many doubts mm-hmm. about things but I was just so just wrapped up in making it work and he I would say was very manipulative and it was a very like toxic relationship Mm -hmm. we fought constantly we had a ton of issues um also part of it was his parents probably like right before he broke up they said they were going to get divorced and so that put an enormous amount of pressure on like our relationship and it's just like another thing that we had to deal with and 
he started acting super, like, way more out of character and just had everything, like, really terrible behavior and was not being a good partner. And his excuse was, well, how am I supposed to be a good fiancé or husband to you when my parents were married for 30-plus years and now all of a sudden they're deciding to call it off? Which I thought was kind of reasonable at the time. But well, he then, was clearly going through something that was yeah. very, very real. Yeah. But just as though he was handling it, the, the no. healthiest you're really The best good. way. No. <laughs> right? Yeah. Looking back at it now and... I mean, my take on things was it kind of happened at a convenient time for him because he was already having, he was already cheating on me for so mm-hmm. long prior to them ever announcing yeah. that they were getting divorced that he was then able to use that as an excuse for his shitty gotcha. behavior and he kind of like milked it. Yeah. But so, so, of course, yeah. I have to ask the question, which I'm sure yeah. is the number one question you get asked. Now. Yeah. What does he think about all of this? I don't know. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> now he's like, oh, she's like making. And you're like, listening, right? Yeah, I was like, 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 this horrible thing happened, like you, but you're making this beautiful thing and beautiful community from it. It's kind of badass. Yeah, it's yeah. so. Yeah, you're turning <laughs> right. like a very difficult yeah. experience into yeah. something positive for others. Yeah. Well, that was the one huge thing was this just happening completely like rocked my world, and it was like I felt like I had two choices. It was like I could be miserable and I could sulk and be sad and let this ruin me, or it's I can just take any positive thing away from this and just like push forward and I think that's really tough for people to be in that situation to like move forward with it and it's like I wasted six years of my life I feel like missing out on so many life experiences like I wanted to travel he never did so I said no to trips like I feel like I just miss out on so much and I was never going to get that time back and I feel like your early 20s is like a fun time in your life and I spent a lot of it like really miserable with him Mm -hmm. so I was like I'm not going to let him like define now my future now that he's not even here like I won't let him have control over how I feel Mm -hmm. and the things that I decide to do with my life so I think that's a good way to look at it because I think that a lot of people work really hard at a relationship that maybe Mm -hmm. isn't working because they're saying oh I've invested all of this time but to think about okay well I have so much time ahead of me Mm -hmm. do I want to spend it feeling the same way Mm -hmm. that I'm feeling right now because I think people really hold on to the amount of time that they've invested in Mm -hmm. a relationship and makes it hard to let it go Mm -hmm. oh yeah I I think about that all the time I should have broken up with him years ago like we should have never got we should have never moved in together we should have never gotten engaged but I felt like I owed it to him and myself to like exhaust it Mm -hmm. the relationship Mm -hmm. and do everything that I can to make it work and when you look at just the facts of like how we spoke to each other how we communicated to each other like the arguments that we would get into like we were just two people who were had no business being in a relationship together but I, I don't know. It's tough. Like, you don't know if you're being unreasonable. And he also made me feel that way. Oh, there's so much self-doubt, right? Yeah. Like, you could, like, I don't to compare it to. Like, well, and don't you think also as women, we're so often, like, we're the bad guys. Oh, yeah. Totally. Right? Yeah. That, like, you're the, crazy. You're yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gaslighting. Exactly. It's so easy yeah. to be nagging and crazy and emotional and all these things we get labeled I think so many of us overcompensate to mm-hmm. not do that and then we totally lose ourselves mm-hmm. during that process yeah. and it sounds like there was a part of that that happened with you yeah 1000 percent. I was living my life for him I wasn't doing things that were making me happy it was like how could I make his life easier and when you're giving 100 percent of yourself to them and then your life 
is suddenly their life. It's like, how do you walk away from that? It's like, I almost didn't have an identity. It's like, who the hell am I, like, without him? And it was tough. Like, we had been through a lot together. It's like, we started dating in, like, our very early 20s, and then we broke up when I was, like, 28, 29. So it's like, you kind of change a lot over the course of that time, and we developed and grew so much together. Well, I did. He didn't, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, it, it was really hard to let that go and I was yeah. also embarrassed like I think now it's easy for me to talk about the fights we would get in and kind of like the manipulative things he did to me because I'm not with him anymore so I don't have to cover it up but I was always so embarrassed to just admit like what our relationship was because then when you say it out loud it becomes real and then it's like what am I doing yeah, and, and then like, you kind of have to act on it you're seeing all of this on the other side of it all these couples and like social media and like yes. Instagram like yeah. look at how happy we are and like that's great but I'm sure there's another everyone has you know fights and arguments and disagreements yes. but it's not what we're seeing so when you're going yeah. through it you don't have that support yeah. system it's like hey, here's what's going on in real life, not just on social yeah. media. Yes. And, so. and, and here's the reality is I think probably more weddings should be called off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. I mean, realistically, yeah. if we were to think about this, the amount of people that truly have doubts or end up in unhappy things or put themselves into debt mm-hmm. thinking about this wedding they mm-hmm. should have, but we are so concerned with how people look. And it is like, I'm sure when you called off your wedding, there was like some drama, right? Like people were probably like, whoa, oh right? my gosh. Didn't call off her wedding. This is this yeah. big deal. And none of us want to be seen in that way. It discounts us as a person. And you don't want people talking about yes. it. Oh my gosh, the stories and the things that people would say. Sure. You are the best with it. Like I remember Devin. Thanks. She was. She, I was like, wow, like I want to be you when I grow up. Because like, <laughs> she, first of all, she, she texted me. We worked together. We managed this same team you know I won't be coming into work tomorrow <laughs> has been cheating on me I'll need the day whatever very boundary I'm just gonna take a quick mental health day for uh, my whole life falling the fuck apart um so okay so um you know found out significant other has been cheating on me I'm going to need the day great um she comes into work I think what the next Monday yeah the and Monday. we oversaw a team and of course during that time you know I took like an hour and a half phone call on the back steps like talking to her like what's going on so she comes back on Monday and we used to have uh, morning meetings every morning um and our, our whole team is there seven people and she was like before anyone asks, I want to let you know that I found out my significant other has been cheating oh on me, <laughs> and I'll be calling off the wedding. Oh my god! If anyone has any questions, let me know. Oh my god! So straightforward. Let's go through our plan for the day, <laughs> and that was it. But the way that you were able to just be like, listen, like this is what it is. Yeah. If you have questions, come to me. I'm going to answer them. Like I remember saying to Devin, like, listen, I won't say anything. She's like, why not? She's like, this yeah. is just what it is, and like yeah. just. Owned it, you well, know? I love it. There's a part that Brene Brown talks about mm-hmm. in all the books. If you and if you haven't read Brene Brown books or watch her Netflix special, um, she's still she's not our book club for the day, but we're gonna add her in. She will be um, one day. Yes, and that gives them a perfection. And um, I can't great living bravely. I don't fucking know. There's one of the other ones. <laughs> um, and she talks about do not. Do not puff and do not drink. Stand your sacred ground. Mm-hmm. And in a situation like this, what other choice do we have besides to stand our sacred ground and own it for what it is? Because mm-hmm. yeah. you could have been like, he's a fucking asshole nope, right. and like totally villainized him. Or you could have like rights puffed, 
but you could have shrunk and not talked about it at all mm-hmm. and isolated. Mm-hmm. Instead, you said, this is what it is. Here is my truth. And, like, what else can I do but sit here and live it and, and be vulnerable yeah. with yeah. you all? And I don't think that that doesn't make you a psychopath. Unbelievably strong. Yes. And to come yeah. from something for, for both of you guys, because what you did is in so many ways counterculture, mm-hmm. and that's pretty badass to go against the norm. Right, because we're taught that if something bad happens, don't talk about mm-hmm. it, right? Like, yeah. keep it inside. Exactly. And make sure no one else knows about it. So the fact that you are creating a community where it's like, okay, it is okay to go through really tough things and it's okay to talk about it. Mm-hmm. To have that community that you're building is mm-hmm. going to be so helpful for so many people. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, but like before we even started DIY, like so many people would just reach out on Instagram, just being like, hey, I heard what happened. Like, that's so brave of you for to call it off. Like, I actually have this friend I want to introduce you to. And I ended up meeting so many people who had been through similar situations. And it's sort of this secret, like underground community of us that yeah. have been through something <laughs> right. really terrible. But there's just so much shame in it embarrassment surrounding it that no one ever wants to talk about it and then even after we launched DIY just the outreach we've had from people is just it blows my mind to this day we've talked to so many people who've been in really terrible relationships and have called it off or we even met with a girl who found out her fiance was cheating on her two weeks before she got married still married him and then they got divorced mm-hmm. like knowing. not even a leap yeah. knowing yeah knowing that's that at that point to scare, to yeah it's the unknown number one and yes. number two it's everything you've invested like you were talking about yeah. earlier but not only yeah. in terms of like time but money now yes. you have yeah. a venue now you have your photographer now you have all of your friends and family waiting for this day not realizing like okay well the wedding's gonna happen and then I'm gonna actually be married to this person where I'm supposed to spend the rest of my life with them so like we go through it because we've invested time and money but they're so it doesn't stop there it's just the beginning you know absolutely and it becomes more about the wedding than it does about the marriage afterwards Mm, exactly and and so you guys talked a little bit about this at the beginning you're creating a um, structure where people who are calling off their weddings mm-hmm. can submit their venues to you. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah so what? obviously we all know this. If you planned a wedding, you have to pay a shit ton of money <laughs> yes. for the deposit. And then, you know, as time gets closer to your date, the more money you have to spend. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we've created is a vendor listing page. So if you have a venue, I mean, you can be in my situation or in Jess's. Mm-hmm. We both canceled the venue. You can list it on our site. Um, we'll have, you know, the venue location, the details, the deposit paid, the date you have it booked for, contact information. That way, if you are trying to plan a party, you need a photographer, if you want to plan a wedding on a budget, you're able to go see a list of like discounted vendors or venues um, for any type of like called off wedding, yeah, and things like that. People, sometimes people book their venue so far in advance. Yeah. Like, the yeah. venue you've been looking at for like your whole life since you were a small child, <laughs> yeah. like probably before you came out of your mom was like... <laughs> It's booked before you're even engaged. So there's a yeah. chance that that venue that you were looking at could become available a little yes. bit closer as you get to the date if we have this platform to allow people to kind of share their listings so it works both ways. Could you do that with engagement rings too? 
Yeah, yeah, so one of the things that we did, too, is we review a lot of places where you can get rid of anything wedding-related. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool. if you're getting rid of your dress or if you need to sell your engagement ring, we have a ton of retail, like, physical store locations as well as online recommendations on, like, what is the best way to get rid of this stuff and, like, how you can get the most money back. What What's the etiquette with engagement rings? You got to give that shit back? You get to keep that, right? That's fucking good. Oh, man. So <laughs> I, there are a lot of Yeah, there are. What is Pennsylvania's law? We're in Pennsylvania, so Um, so I think that Pennsylvania's law, and I'm so sorry if I'm wrong. Please, no one. (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer. I'm pretty. I know in a lot of states. Leave her alone. (laughs) (laughs) In a lot of states, and I think in Pennsylvania, um, you have to give the ring back unless it was given to you on your birthday, Christmas, or any type of like significant. What? Yeah, like as a gift. Yes, but like give your ring back. Yes, but so you, did he ask she, for it back? Yeah, That's a fucking asshole. So yeah. it was literally the. Oh, was it a family ring? No. Oh, family ring. I don't know. Just cheat me. I don't know. Well, so he asked for it back, and it was like literally the the night of me finding out he was cheating. I was like, "Yeah, we're broken up. Like this is done. I, I don't even need time to think. Like you're out." Yeah. And he was like, "All right, well, can I have back the ring?" Oh my god! <laughs> 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 in shock. He's like, "Cause I guess I need." a place to live I will give you back this ring but I was like my parents have paid for every single thing towards this wedding yeah. and that's the one thing I cared about the most is yeah. just like how this was going to affect my parents and I know my mom and dad were so excited about just like the wedding and my mom was so involved in the planning process and they paid for everything and it was like I couldn't live with myself yeah. knowing that they were out thousands of dollars mm-hmm. yeah based off not something I could prevent but like some a situation that I put them in like I just wouldn't have been able to sleep so I said I'll give you back this ring but you will pay back my parents for every single thing that they put towards this wedding and he did and he did that's fair yeah. See, I that, think that's that's very. I reasonable. think it makes sense. Right, yeah. Jesus, look at you saying your sacred truth. I'm so impressed with you, You're Devin. You're so bad. I mean, in that <laughs> night to be able to say that, that's pretty impressive. That is I would very be impressive. Like, I would I mean, be like, you th- think th- that the house level. would be on fire? You think that you would though? Like I. This was, like, the worst possible thing that, like, I thought could have happened to yeah. us. Like, other than one of us, like, dying. Like, I thought this was, like, pretty bad on mm-hmm. the list of things <laughs> that could go wrong. And it's weird. Like, people ask, like, did you freak out? Did you scream? And I'm like, I didn't. It was weird. Like, I'm a calm person to begin with. And, like, I'm sure you can hear that in my voice. I'm, like, very monotone, even yes. keel type of, <laughs> type of person. But I didn't freak out. Like, I didn't scream. Like, I didn't. I don't know. Like, you think that you'd want to, like, throw stuff in the, like, road and set it on fire and, like, I push him into yeah, it. Yeah, No, you think you do, but, no like, offense. it's just, it's a weird thing. It's just, like, how do I just, like, get through this? Was it relieving at all? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's another to. piece. It's, I like, yeah. it but you takes also some just of the weight off. You, say, yeah. like, you think this is the worst thing that could happen, and I think this shows you, for anyone listening and thinking about this, that, like, you can get through. And you'll come out like better. That, yeah. You will come yeah. out so like, clearly better with a new business venture. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I was so afraid of, like, it's so scary because we had this really great life together and I think that's part of why it was so tough for me to end things is that like I loved... Like with friends and stuff? Yeah, like, like yeah. I loved our friend group. We, like, had... I don't know, like, it just... It, it worked for us. Like, we did a lot of social things, like... It, 
just letting go of this life that we built together was just like so incredibly scary and it was like who am I going to hang out with like who's going to talk to me what am I going to do I'd never lived by myself like I went from living with a roommate to living with my boyfriend like you know your parents college like I always had someone there and it's like I always felt like I had security or a safety net and it was like I'm going to be on my own and like I'm starting over at 29 years old like Mm -hmm. I should have my shit figured out by now like I should be married have kids like just all these stupid like textbook things that like I thought I should have done and if we broke up but they would be gone and my life would be over but like I've never been happier and it's like I like mean that genuinely and like I'm finally feel like in control of my life and like I have all these great hobbies and like I have my friend group is like I still keep in touch with so many people I used to but like my friend group shifted but like the people I hang out with are amazing and had so many fun opportunities to like travel business things like I live on my own it's great like I have this apartment that I decorated myself (laughs) and it's cute and like I didn't have to like put any like stupid Eagles posters in my bedroom you watch your own show. Yeah, yeah like I watch Bravo and like yes. doesn't affect anyone. Like, yeah. Skeptical about custom beauty? I get it. My feet is flooded with customize this and personalize that, all promising to fix my fine lines and thinning hair. But when pro says custom, they actually mean it. It's no gimmick. Your formula couldn't exist without you. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. They get personal. Pros covers everything from your concerns to your age, exercise, and stress levels in order to uncover what's impacting your hair and skin health. They asked me about my hair loss being genetic in my family, how long it takes for my hair to get oily after after a wash, what products and tools I use to style my hair, and even my zip code to understand how the water hardness, UV index, and cold dry winter in Philly might be impacting me. Next, they recommended a full routine of truly personalized products, which were only produced after I placed my order. Nothing pre-mixed, nothing off the shelf. Since I switched to pros, I've noticed my hair is so much softer, shinier, and fuller. I keep getting asked if I got a blowout from the salon. But don't just take my word for it. In a third-party double-bind dermatologist-supervised clinical controlled study aka the gold standard in research studies pros prove that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or get your money back pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering my listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make 50 percent off your first subscription order at pros.com slash shrink chicks that's p-r-o-s-e.com slash shrink chicks for your free consultation and 50 percent off your one-of-a-kind formulas pros.com slash shrink chicks say goodbye to the cheap razor era my friends it's time to treat your body to the premium shave it deserves with athena club em and i just got back from an amazing trip to the caribbean to celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our practice the therapy group and in haste of packing because yours truly is a packing procrastinator i forgot my athena club razor at home and had to resort to using a subpar flimsy razor that left my skin feeling anything but smooth a mistake i will never make again the athena club hype is real the shave is seriously the smoothest I've ever experienced, and that is especially evident after having to use another razor in its absence. Aside from the amazing smoothest, let me tell you why Athena Club's razor kit is a must-have in your self-care routine. First off, can we talk about the price? At just $10, it's an absolute steal. But don't let the price fool you. This razor packs a serious punch. It comes with a beautifully made ergonomic handle and two super sharp razor heads that deliver an incredibly smooth shave every time. Plus, with the included magnetic hook, storage is a 
day breeze. No more dealing with gooby blades or unexpected midnight shower crashing sound surprises. And the quality of the shave is top notch. Those five precision engineered blades glide effortlessly, leaving you a silky smooth skin every time. Plus, the water activated serum and built in skin guards ensure a comfortable, irritation free shave. Are you ready to upgrade your shaving experience? Switch to the best razor on the market and show your skin you care with Athena Club. Head over to athenaclub.com to try their award winning razor and body products and get 20% off your first purchase with code SHRINKCHICKS at checkout. You can also find Athena Club razors at your local Target store. Trust me, you won't look back. Happy shaving. So I don't know. I think you build up these expectations in your head of like what will happen if you do break up. But like I again, I've never been happier. And like it's just been such a blessing. I think because I think that's a big thing that holds people back is they have all these ideas of like this this horrible thing is going to happen in this. But what you're saying is that none of those things came true, and no. you actually feel way better than you did. One thousand percent. It you was actually like, face it, yeah. Yeah, I was living a life that like I wanted and was being true to myself and where I wanted to go in life. And I think because I was doing that for the first time ever, it opened up my life to so many different like possibilities that I just didn't think would ever happen. Like I don't. It definitely was difficult, and, like, I had my moments, and, like, I wasn't a person who ever had anxiety, and then all of a sudden I would be really anxious Mm -hmm. about things, and I had to work through that. So I had my moments of, like, figuring it out, not feeling so great all the time, being like, what the hell just happened? It was definitely hard in work, but, like, at the end of the day, it's the best thing I could have ever done for myself. Because awesome. even when you're you're in a situation that maybe you're unhappy and you're comfortable with mm-hmm. it, you get yeah. comfortable in this yeah. kind of normal. And so change in itself, you know, really changing a lot of things about your life is terrifying. And so, but, but I think the main message is that you get through it, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes you get through it and you get on the other side and things are so much better mm-hmm. than they were before. Yeah. Let's do some listener questions. Yeah, we have Let's to get into questions. questions. So a few of these and... Uh, Reminder, these are just two amazing women doing their own stuff, okay? So they don't know everything. And listen, if you're considering leaving your spouse, you need to go talk to someone serious about that. <laughs> this might this, not this all apply to you. This podcast is not the number one thing. you got to go talk to a professional. This podcast is not cast therapy. Mull it over a little more than just listening to this. But we'll still give our thoughts. All right, so somebody said, um, been in a relationship for seven and a half years, but we both don't want to marry each other. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about it. How do you know when it's time to move on and find someone else? We live together. Where do we even start? So I think that's a really interesting question. I think there's like a couple different parts of it. You you live together. It's been seven years. Neither of you want to marry each other. But then then is that okay? Like is one of you looking to actually get married one day? Or are you saying you don't want to get married to the other person right. and spend the le- rest yeah. of your life with that person or are you both okay with just living together spending the rest of your life together and like not- the relationship doesn't have right. to you don't have to right. marry right. or break up those it, are not the only two options continue doing what you're doing yeah. until at some point you're no longer happy with right. what you're doing and then you make a change but why change something that's working for both of you right. yeah. if you're just trying to fit into a title no yeah. there's no reason to right. end your happy relationship just yeah. because you're not fitting into this traditional box right. yeah. well I wonder the reason why they might be asking the question is it that one person whoever asked the question okay. like yeah. wants to okay. get married that would be nice and, and, and here's what I want you all to think about anyone listening if you are thinking your partner's going to change their mind like if you really want to get married mm-hmm. or you really want to have kids and mm-hmm. you're hoping or holding out mm-hmm. that's something for you to assess yeah 
because sometimes people just show you who they are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And maybe and marriage also is not for everyone. Yeah. Also, sometimes people, and this might be a total side note that doesn't have to do with this, but sometimes <laughs> no, people, <I> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people think getting married is going to change things in your relationship. We were just talking about or that. having a kid is going to change things in your relationship. No. It, it actually, honestly makes it worse. It yeah. makes it harder. Right? <laughs> I can tell you that. Being married yeah. with a fucking child, if that yeah. shit does not work before you add things yeah. in, you have to start subtracting. Yeah. It makes things harder. So, so a lot of people think, oh, and we talked about this on the last podcast we did in terms of losing weight. Um, that okay if we if we get married things I'll be much happier things mm-hmm. will change in the relationship no. and that is no. not the case it's, it's really true. just a facade and so really ask yourself is yeah. this something that I want is this something that yeah. I'll well, be happy because then after the wedding people are like oh my god what's married life like I'm is like is it amazing it's like <laughs> yeah it's great because my before married life was great and right like, it's yes. literally the right. same right. thing nothing same changes thing. Yeah. and like I mean yeah yeah so. But people people have the idea that there's going to, and I think we, because we've had all these messages that, oh, you're going to have your happily ever after, right. which means you get married, mm-hmm. and, and all then, of a sudden you're so happy for the rest of time. Right. Like, no. no. We yeah. would not have jobs if that was the case. <laughs> right. Exactly. right. And we're very busy. We're yeah. very um, busy. <laughs> all right. Here's a great question. How do I know if the wedding has taken on a life of its own? Because, I mean, this is a very Sex in the City movie question yeah is it not right like carrie let Mm -hmm. the dress i mean she let the dress and she let the merit the wedding take over the relationship and people can lose themselves and keep it up with the joneses and big was not happy with that and big was not happy with it but also i mean i can't even tell you how many people i know that ended friendships over bridesmaids oh my goodness right i mean i'd like at this age right and you hit your 30s you know at least two people that are not friends with somebody anymore because of wedding yeah. shit. Yeah. And guess how many bridesmaids I had? Zero. None. Same. And guess so, Jen, greatest decision I, I of I my life. And it was the nicest thing she's ever done to me. Right. Yes, you're welcome. And it's like, <laughs> all of your friends know that you love them. Yes. Like, they don't need yeah. to be yeah. wearing a certain... And if you've had bridesmaids like not taking anything of away course. from that. Oh no, like, I had bridesmaids. Don't fucking right. do it. Since yeah, but it's <laughs> got married young. But it not do anything. I but did. it has to be your decision, yeah. right? So it, right. it didn't feel right for me. Same. And I told my friends off the bat, I'm not going to have bridesmaids. Same. Not something that I feel comfortable well, with. I guess you will. Yeah, yeah. When, when you get married, you That's will. That's like what people say about me not wanting to have kids. They're like, yes, you will. Yes, and I'm day. like, okay. <laughs> I keep waiting. Let okay. me know. Yes, you let me know sure, when it changes. Yes, you tell me when I will be ready. Yes, you let me know. But yeah, so I think that it's really like. I don't know, Devin, if you have anything to add, but, like, in terms of, like, your wedding going, taking a life of its own, I think as soon as, like, at the end of the day, you're lying down in bed with your significant other by yourself and you're feeling like you're doing all of this for other people and Mm -hmm. there's no part of it that's true to yourself, at that point, maybe it's kind of, it's taken that life of its own. Yeah, I think also when you start to dread the planning process where it is no longer fun Mm -hmm. and if the decisions that you're making are more decisions for other people, Mm -hmm. whether it's your mother-in-law, your aunt, your mom, sister, I don't know, whoever, if you're starting to make choices or decisions for your day based off of other people's like needs or desires, I think that's a sign. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That makes a ton of yeah. sense. Okay. Um, all right. Somebody said, and um, how do you know when it's time to break up? What if you love someone, but she just don't know if he's it, right? Because here's the other thing. So when we're talking about, you know, is that like something happens with them, mm-hmm. right? So things weren't really right, but then there was this cheating thing. What about people that shit is, it's, it's not that bad. Right. There's not some, yeah. that's the thing. It just I, doesn't feel right. And I hear this all the time from people like, well, like, 
you know, he like he's actually good to me, and we're nice, and we're friends, and like it's not that bad. There's something missing, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he's the one. Yeah, I mean that's a hard thing to answer. Yeah, I mean one of the things that. I don't know if you remember, Jess remembers giving me this advice, but oh. when I gave it, it was good advice, when it really helped me start getting, before I found out about the cheating, it kind of like was getting me to the process of realizing like I was not in the right relationship whatsoever, and she was like, you need to go home and you need to make a list and you need to write like all of the things that are just kind of like negative about your relationship like what are the things that you can change and once you or what are the things that you would want to change and then really look at that list and say like can I change this do like do I think that he has the ability to change this piece of himself and really think about that and then see on like on the other side of the paper just write down all the things that you love about him um and when I did that, I had so many things that I did not like. <laughs> and they were all things that were probably never going to change. Yeah. And then when I looked at the right side, they weren't things that I liked about him. They were things that I liked about myself that I thought he gave me. Wow. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah, that yeah. makes okay. sense. Okay, so then when I looked down at it, I was like, so basically I hate him and I just love myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of think this is good. What yeah. amazing advice. Well, it was really helpful. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, happy. God, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Here's the other thing too I feel like oftentimes when we're in a relationship with someone we create these like ex- like exceptions for them but like yeah. take yourself out of it would you let your best friend do these yeah. things to you that you're allowing in your relationship right. like would that be okay or would that be someone you're no longer friends with and I think like for some reason when it's someone we're romantically attached to we kind of create these lower expectations and it's like at what point are you kind of where are your expectations? And, right. like, would you allow a best friend to do this to you? I think is a good question to ask yourself. Right. Yeah. And I think... And if you do, why the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think the yeah. idea... Why like, do you put up with shit? Yes. Yeah. When you're in a romantic relationship, loving someone unconditionally mm-hmm. is, like, mm-hmm. this goal that we, we get to. And so... But the thing is, if someone's treating you like shit... Mm-hmm. There should yeah. be conditions. There should be conditions. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. You love your child unconditionally. Yeah. You're looking at me. I do, okay? Jesus. That was not not directed at you. It's just none of us have children. None of us have children. I think unconditional is, I mean, there's times Joe comes home and all of his dirty BMX clothes, and I'm like, like, do I I love you in those dirty clothes? Right, like, it's hard. And then he showers, and I love him again. Right, right. Well, I think there's also something we talk about is that um, uh, Terry Reel is an author, talks about normal marital hatred. Mm. Mm. It is normal. <laughs> it is normal to sometimes hate your spouse. Yes. To hate your partner. Yes. Jen and I this morning started out our morning talking yes. about this, right? Mm-hmm. I caused a big fight with my husband, left the fucking house. I was like, have fun at swim practice. I'm going to work. <laughs> so it's like normal to have mm-hmm. issues. You will not always like your yeah, partner. Right. And so when we talk about this idea of unconditional love, it does not mean it is acceptable for people to treat you poorly or to go against your marital rules, Mm -hmm. one of them, if that's monogamy, right? Like, and like, so, and that doesn't make you a bad person or a nag or a bitch or any of these other Mm -hmm. things we're scared of being as women. It makes you standing in your sacred truth. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, is it time to play our game? It's time to play our game. Okay. And Emily made it up. We're so ready. We're not playing personal versus professional today because it didn't seem to really work into this context. So we're mm-hmm. going to play save it or shove it. Wow. Oh. Um, that's that where you're going. Yeah. So we're going to start with Devin. <laughs> oh, man. Because, so Devin is the one who called off her whole engagement. Yes. Right? And is currently single in Philadelphia. I'm not. Oh, oh, oh I love it. Oh, I'm blushing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so save it or shove it. 
So okay. I'm going to give you an item, maybe okay. something that represents your past relationship or calling off that relationship. You're going to tell me if it's a save it or a shove it, okay? Save it like I want to keep like, it. Like, would you keep it? Yeah, right? So okay. like, like well, shove it in the trash. Exactly. Okay, right. gotcha. Right? Uh, pictures of you guys together. Oh, shove it. Shove it. That's good. Um, oh, my God. Jewelry that oh, you that received from him. Oh. Nice jewelry. I mean, I might say talking like, you know... Some fucking like Madewell shit. I'm talking like little David Yerman or something. Yeah, so it's funny. He every time this is so bad. Every time I figured this out later, but every time he would cheat on me over the six years that we were together, I would get a David Yerman ring, which is That's, isn't that so crazy? Wow. So you have them all. I have five. <laughs> <laughs> so this was Damn. a great question. No, I have they are all saved my sister has one of them okay. she has the most expensive one um and she really likes it like she's 21 years old and yeah. she thinks she's really cool with this fancy yeah, david german ring like, yeah. Yeah. yeah honestly yeah i was just thinking about this the other day i was like i need she to get Galentine's rid day. of these like yeah. i need to they're nice ones too i need to get rid of them and Do i'm <laughs> Well, I don't wear them. Like, fair, that's okay. the thing. Like, I have that's this fair. necklace. Because it doesn't feel right for we you to wear. We can sage them. Feels yeah, sage them. We can sage them. Sage clears everything. It does. I think I want to sell them. Is that a choice? Yeah. Save that's it, a shove choice. it, or shove it, sell it. I like that. So, yes, we will add on save it, shove it, sell it. Sell it. it. Sell it. Very I good. like that one. Yes. <laughs> I sold my wedding shoes for me, so that sure might be your next challenge. So how did you sell it? Where did you sell them on? Poshmark. Yeah. Gotta love it. Oh, We set it up. We made them really pretty. Yeah, we made them very sexy. And shipped them away. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Can you That's sell my one. stuff on Poshmark? I've tried, but no one wants to. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm like, ooh, look at this nice really dress hat. Yeah. Yeah. It looks horrible. Would love to help. Please help. Gotcha. Yeah, she has an um, Okay, uh, save it, shove it. This one doesn't work for sell it. But how about the relationships with um, his family members? <clears throat> Shove it. Shove it. <laughs> shove it. Yeah. Please, we're just talking about personal. It's okay. It doesn't have to be for everyone. Um, okay. Uh, save it, shove it, or sell it. Um, th- yeah, the wedding dress you had bought. Uh, sell it. Sell it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, Jess. So yours is a little different. Okay. So because, now remember, Jess is the one who put off her venue and her larger wedding for a smaller backyard wedding. All right. So we're going to do traditional marital um, things, traditional wedding stuff. Okay. So save it or shove it. Okay. Cutting the cake together. Okay, I am 99% sure that we did, but I was also very drunk, and <laughs> so I'm going to say... The lobster didn't fill you up as much as you needed with those booze, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, save it, if you're into it, if not, shove it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, throwing the bouquet. Shove it. Yeah. Sho- oh, I mean, I... I was hoping you would say shove yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. right, I, mean, I was dead. Did yeah. you throw the bouquet? I was so fucking wasted. I have no I don't idea. Did you guys see the wine? Did. did you see the... I don't know where I saw this, but she threw the bouquet and it hit the ceiling. There. <laughs> <laughs> and I the did throw it. And you know everywhere. who got it? Who? Ashley Fern, who works for Betches. And these wonderful women are going to be um, doing some work with Betches. Yep. And you just yeah. had a blog post come out for them, we right? Did. Ashley Fern, who does That's so Betches, so I think, funny. did catch it. And, and she, she got, got married. married. Yeah. And she got married. Wow. Yes. Maybe but we should ironically, see Ironically, yeah. this girl who really, really wanted it, who actually, actually, like, totally knew it was a thing, and tried to hand it to her afterwards. You know who I'm talking about. I can't say their names. They broke up like a month later, and oh, it was a fucking disaster. They had been together for eleven years. Oh my oh, gosh. Gosh. And so that was telling, wasn't it? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm a little superstitious. Yeah. So maybe we have to. I think we need to save shove it. it. Save it. Superstitious. It. Yeah. Save it for people who want to get exactly. married. I'll just hand it over. Yeah. 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 Hand it over. Yeah. 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 So throwing it, it and shoving it. Oh, hand it off. Yes. Um, hand it off. Um, how about the first dance? 
Save it. Save it. That one's nice. Joe and I practice our first dance in our bathroom the night before so for the nice. first and only time. Do you have time. a big bathroom? You're <laughs> no, my, like parents, a yeah. <laughs> my parents have a big, I don't know. We didn't want anyone to see us. We were like, okay, this is how we're going like to dance. Like, yeah. Um, and then that was it. All right. So tell me for you. Yes. Because you're someone who decided you wanted a smaller wedding. You wanted mm-hmm. more low key. Um, what were the things you released? Like, did you not have flowers? Did you not have a wedding video? Did you, what things did you get rid of? So funny you ask. So we did most of the things. So we okay. got flowers, but we got them from Whole Foods. Lovely. So, like, honestly, saved so much money. I can't sure. Joe rides BMX, so a lot of his friends are like the video BMX stuff. Yeah. So we have a really good friend. Shout out to Brett. Thanks so much for hooking it up. But we were like, hey, like, do you want to videotape our wedding? And he was like, yeah. Amazing. So you know, obviously <laughs> so DIY DIY videotape. videotape. Wow. Um, it's your next business. Yeah. The only two things that I, we were not traditional at all, but the only two things that he did want to keep was like, I'm Jewish, so like stepping on the glass yep. was really mm, important to him. That's a fun one. Oh, yeah, fun. I don't know. He likes to break things. <laughs> and then um, like the Hava Nagila where we yeah, get lifted yeah, in yeah, chairs. Yeah. But everything else, we pretty much did DIY. Love it. Right. Yeah, I love it. Very cool. Love okay. So Jess, Devin, please remind everyone where they can find you guys. You guys are fabulous. Thank you for being here. We need all the, how can we all locate you? So Instagram at DIY breakup. Um, our website is DIYbreakup.com. And that's it. Yeah. yeah are there any that's other ways it. to find us? I think that's, I think that's it. We both people can hunt you we down. We <laughs> girls. Check out their website. Such useful information. If you have any questions about this, we're linking them on all of our media. Um, hey, it might be a little passive aggressive, but if this episode <laughs> relates to somebody in your life, send it over to them. And sometimes. <laughs> send it over passive aggressive. Yes, <laughs> sometimes it takes one person to say, hey, I've seen you've been struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Check out these other women who did it. Look how happy they are yeah. now. That's all mm-hmm. it takes to be a really good friend. We love you guys. Thank you. Thank for you so much. Thank you. 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 Thank you.